A traumatic event is a shocking, scary, or dangerous experience that can affect someone emotionally or physically. Experiences like natural disasters such as hurricanes, earthquakes, and floods, like violence such as assault, abuse, hijacking, theft, and house robbery, as well as car crashes and other accidents can all be traumatic. Researchers are investigating the factors that help people cope or that increase their risk for other physical or mental health problems following a traumatic event. This afternoon, we joined by Vishen Pillay, wellness counsellor. Good afternoon and welcome to the programme. Good afternoon, Yusuf. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for joining us. Tell us more about the effects of a traumatic event on a person. Sure. So, Yusuf, uh, the traumatic events, are, uh, the effects of a traumatic event on a person can be very profound. And this varies from an emotional, physical, and social perspective. From an emotional perspective, individuals can experience uh, feelings such as intense fear, sadness, anger, some guilt, and oftentimes a lot of numbness as well. And these emotions can be very overwhelming, which ultimately leads to some intrusive thoughts and a lot of flashbacks about the traumatic event. From a physical perspective, the body stress response system is activated during a traumatic event and this would result in symptoms such as insomnia, fatigue, headaches, tension in the muscles and as well as a lot of gastrointestinal issues as well. Now these traumatic events can disrupt uh, cognitive functioning as well. It affects people's concentration, their memory and their decision making. And from a social perspective we often see people withdrawing from other people. They might uh, experience strain in their relationships and they sometimes have difficulty trusting other people as well depending on the trauma but it's important to recognize that the impact of this uh, trauma can be very long-lasting um, should they not get the professional support they need to address it effectively yes so what is the first step in terms of uh, recovering from a traumatic event Yusuf, I always say that the first step should be acknowledging and experiencing one's emotions at the time of uh, a traumatic event. And this is a great start for the healing process to begin. Unfortunately, in our society, we have this habit of bypassing our emotions. We often tell people who've just gone through a traumatic event not to cry. We tell them to get over it and let it go. And this really makes it harder for them to fully open up and move through the trauma into a space of recovery. So the first steps in recovering from a traumatic event are absolutely crucial for establishing this foundation for healing to take place. And this would include ensuring safety, both physically and emotionally. Um, and this could involve removing uh, oneself from a dangerous situation, um, seeking medical attention if necessary, and surrounding themselves with a supportive environment. Now, when we seek support from our friends and family members, or even therapists um, and counselors who are professionals in their field, they can provide this validation of the trauma and help these individuals process their experience. So when we start opening up and acknowledging the trauma, we start this critical step of healing and moving forward where we're starting to face the reality of what happened instead of just avoiding it, which leads to prolonged distress. Now, in terms of uh, how do we move through this, we can practice a lot of self-care techniques, deep breathing exercises, um, and this just really helps with the distressing uh, of the symptoms and promoting this emotional regulation in the immediate aftermath of a traumatic event. Yes. Uh, you know, what role does routines and habits play in time to recover from traumatic events? 
It's a really nice question, Yusuf. I mean, a lot of people after a traumatic event try to avoid um, doing anything that they would ordinarily do, and and that's not necessarily healthy for them. So these routines and habits can really play a crucial role in trying to recover from a traumatic event. And how this happens is it provides the structure and stability in the midst of this uh, unknown chaos uh, to the human eye, right? So establishing and maintaining this daily routine really helps create a sense of normalcy and actually a sense of control over one's life as well. So this could be set, uh, setting regular meal times, um, prioritizing sleep and getting regular sleep as well, and then incorporating other activities that promote relaxation away from in, uh, the, the space where the trauma took place. Um, also exercise, and I speak about this often when we, when we have our chats, um, exercise is great because it helps the body release the natural um, uh, hormones that it needs to, to feel better as well. And spending time in nature is fantastic as well. So this, this consistency in the routines really helps regulate the emotional state of the individual and ultimately that reduces the anxiety they're experiencing and it reduces the anxiety because it uh, provides a sense of predictability and ultimately security during the recovery process. Yes, uh, certainly. Uh, now, you know, wellness counselors like yourself, w what role do you play, you know, uh, in terms of helping the person uh, how do wellness counselors like yourself help those who have experienced traumatic events? Sure. So, Yusuf, I firstly want to start off by saying that um, we need to clarify who are the best individuals to assist with uh, uh, recovering from a traumatic event, right? So, there's many wellness counselors out there. Not all of them specialize in trauma, um, and we need to start looking out for those. It's the same like how you would go to a specific specialist for a medical condition, right? The same way we need to find the relevant, the right people to help us through trauma. So, from my perspective, um, when we are dealing with uh, people with experienced trauma, um, we first want to provide a comprehensive and compassionate approach to healing. And what this means is that we firstly create a safe and secure, supportive environment for the individual where they can fully express their emotions and thoughts and behaviors that are related to the trauma. A prime example of this would be allowing people to just cry or scream just to experience what it is that they have been through um, without giving them any tissues or anything because then we're bypassing the emotions, right? So just creating that safe space where they are allowed to go through their emotional range. And then what we do is we use cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, some people would use trauma-focused therapy or mindfulness-based interventions. This obviously depends on the type of trauma that the individual has gone through. And then from there, we help the clients develop their coping skills. We challenge these negative beliefs that come up as a result of the trauma and then we help them build this resilience within themselves. So this psychoeducation about the trauma reactions that they're experiencing and the self-care practices that they can uh, implement in their lives really helps them to understand their emotional state, understand their experiences and the impact that it's had on them and then they can take an active role in their recovery journey. So uh, in addition to this we, we really advocate for the client's needs. We also would collaborate with other professionals or support systems to make sure that they are being uh, taken care of in a holistic manage, uh, manner, and that would include their physical state, their emotional state, and their social aspects of healing from the trauma. So getting the right help is what I want to emphasize here as the, the critical part, um, and, and speaking to people who are trained in dealing with trauma. Yes. Uh, any final word from you? We appreciate the insight you've shared with us. 
Sure. So Yusuf, just one small word that I just want to add in. Um, you know, we often think of traumatic events like the ones you mentioned at the beginning of this uh, interview. Um, but one that's often uh, or commonly overlooked is, you know, just viewing all these news reports, especially about uh, the genocide in Palestine. These can be very traumatic uh, because of their graphic content, right? Um, and in many cases, these can evoke a lot of intense emotions. Um, they could trigger uh, prior experiences that people have had unhealed trauma um, that's that's still uh, sitting uh, under the surface, you know. So it's important that we limit our exposure. Um, we speak about these things, you know. We advocate for human rights and we support the survivors to, and, uh, you know, contribute to the healing and justice. That's all part and parcel of this uh, trauma recovery as well. And I just want to put that out there as well. Yes, I think very, very pertinent considering the circumstances that are currently passing 100%. through. We appreciate your time. Thank you, Vishen, for your time. Always a pleasure, Yusuf. Thank you very much for having me again. Go well. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.